Hey guys, and welcome back to Self Love Saturdays. We are on episode number four, and just like last one, I am mind blown that we have already reached another new episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and hanging in, especially because I actually haven't done an official launch for the podcast yet. I have been holding off to get a little bit more episodes out here for you all in case any of you are like me, where you love to just binge and batch listen to your favorite podcasts, which I am hoping I am soon to be one of them. So on this episode, I wanted to talk to you about something that came up in discussion with a couple of different friends of mine, as well as some family members. So as you know, I have probably a million and one side hustles. I have tried, succeeded, failed, and maintained a steady course on a few of them. Um, The newest venture I have been working on is improving on my photography and building my portfolio so that I can do this a little bit more professionally. I've always adored photography from a very young age and from blogging. I've been experiencing so many new styles of photography, so many new editing techniques, and I've had a lot of exposure to that. So I'm really fortunate that I've been able to get that experience and kind of also have had a lot of amazing friends of mine that have been willing to donate their time to letting me shoot them for free all these years. And especially as of late, I have just been shooting anyone I can get my hands on with a camera. That is, we are in Canada. Um, And I love it. I can't get enough. I'm super duper obsessed right now. Anyways, so I was talking with a couple friends and the topic came up of fear of failure and complacency when it comes to starting out on your own. So we are very much in a wave of entrepreneurship right now. And it's amazing. It's making a huge comeback. We are branching off. We are not necessarily just working for the man which for me is something that I'm not really into. I would much rather focus all my time and efforts into building my own empire and to building my own future than necessarily working for someone else. But that is just because I have so many great passions as well that I want to focus on them and build them out. So I've always kind of kept these side hustles in order to grow that so that one day I might be able to transition out on So with that in mind, I definitely know very well that feeling of failure, that fear of almost failing, of potentially failing, I have been through that deeply rooted anxiety that I am not good enough, that it's never going to work, that my successes will never come. And you just really have to focus on the positive and think big picture. And so I was discussing this with a friend of mine and they had mentioned that their biggest concern is that working for themselves and making that leap of faith to invest their time, their money into their own business and leaving that kind of corporate world, um, they're so scared that they would fail and everyone would see that failure. So for me personally, I don't view 
that as a failure, I think, wow, that person would be so courageous to step in on their own. And maybe that one venture didn't work, but they clearly have an entrepreneurial inkling where they need to follow that. They have passion and it takes a lot of bravery and a lot of courage to stand up and say, I want to do something for me. So if any of you out there want to try your hand at a new venture or at um, building a little side hustle, a little business, I always say go for it. Take that leap of faith. Make the plunge. Definitely do your research. Your brain is your best asset, as my father always says. But it's something that is so empowering to build something yourself, to make something yourself. And I feel that all the time, but it's not easy. Definitely, it is 100% not easy. But then you have that age-old adage of nothing worth having has ever come easy. And that is like my life in a nutshell. (laughs) I have been through so much and it has always been very trying for me. Things don't come easily for me. I often have friends and family tell me that I'm so successful in everything that I do, but it's because I work so hard to be. I definitely don't view myself as being successful in everything that I do, but it's something that's very perspective-based. Something that works for me is my insane drive and determination. I'm so not a quitter. I don't believe in giving up. I just don't stop until I've achieved my goal. And then automatically, I already set another goal for after that. It's like this never-ending cycle of goals and attaining or rearranging and reconfiguring my next goal if something isn't working the way I want it to. I think a big problem with this fear of failure, and this is something that is coming up more and more with millennials and Y-gens, is that our lives are broadcasted on social media. Um, We are, like I mentioned in episode number three, we are so connected. We are constantly peeking into people's lives and we're living a highlight reel and we're viewing a highlight reel. So when someone posts about a huge accomplishment, instantly we feel bad about ourselves if we aren't on that same level of accomplishment. Yet we don't see all that effort, those sleepless nights, the canceling of social plans, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that enabled them to succeed. And that is very difficult because we're constantly thinking that we should already be successful and we're constantly thinking that we're falling behind when we're not. And this is something that we need to consider as well. We're all on these very drastically different timelines to success, to our goals, our commitments, our dreams, our ambitions, because we're unique. We're individuals. And that's something that I really struggled with in my youth and I still struggle with. Um, And I constantly have to remind myself that it's not a competition where our chapter one 
is being compared to someone else's chapter 5, chapter 10, chapter 30, the last page of the book even, where we think, oh no, we're nowhere near the level of success that Susie or Billy or Tommy is. You know, Eric just graduated from his PhD and, you know, Emily over there just got a new condo. Well, they work their butts off and they deserve that. Good for them. Or maybe their parents were able to help them along the way. Or, you know, what you're forgetting is it took Eric an extra three years to complete his PhD than he originally planned on it, but he just never gave up. So we always just see these highlight reels and we're not seeing those behind the scenes and that immense amount of effort that goes into it as well. A lot of people ask me how I have time to accomplish these things. Do I even sleep? Ha ha ha. How do I schedule? And honestly, you just do it. I don't have a magic answer. I don't have a cure-all. I don't have, you know, drink the Kool-Aid. I just schedule and I keep my eye on the prize and I work really hard and I try to be kind to myself. But at the end of each day, I know that I'm working towards the big picture. And the big picture is something that a lot of us forget about. Um, my close friend was telling me that, you know, they recognize that in order to have more flexibility in their schedule and to eventually get more time off, they have to put more time in in the onset. But but that it's just so hard to put that time in right now. And I completely understand that because we already are so go, 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 especially if we're working full-time or if we're in school or if we're working part-time and we're in school or if we're stay-at-home moms and dads, if we just already feel like we have a lot on our plate anyways, if we're you know, working so hard, how are we supposed to have more time to put into something else? And I completely agree, but you have to look at the big picture. You have to look at, okay, what's two hours in the grand scheme of things? What's an extra hour of work while I'm sitting down watching Netflix? Um, instead of going to bed at 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. and scrolling through Instagram for an hour, I could sit up and do a little bit of work for an hour and then go to bed. And I'm going to be just as tired or I can work on my phone or I can be a little bit more productive with my time, with my commutes, with the time spent on a train, going to visit the family, um, walking and doing business calls, a little bit more efficiency and a little bit more productivity really adds up as well. I shared this in an Instagram post the other day and I mentioned my top tricks for efficiency and productivity. And one is definitely making your phone calls while you're walking. If you have a pair of Bluetooth headphones, a pair of wired headphones, AirPods, whatever you have, think about making your calls to your family when you're walking between classes, walking to work, walking home from the gym, or even just doing some light cardio sessions. Try and make those calls and you'll realize that you're not sitting at home on the couch making those calls and feeling like you can't get anything else done. Another one is to preload your podcasts, your 
ebooks, anything downloadable onto your phone or your tablet. And this was a really great tip for my friend Divi, um, who has an awesome language YouTube channel as well and a great little social media platform where he is growing it very quickly. I'm so impressed with him because he's super productive and he's very efficient. So you want to pre-download things and then you can always clear it out after. But number one, you have it downloaded on Wi-Fi when you can and you're not using data. Number two, when you don't have access to Wi-Fi or data, you already have something there that you can work off of or you can learn, which when you're exercising your body, which I'm really huge on, movement is amazing, you also need to be exercising your mind. And it kind of keeps you on your toes as well when you're moving forward to try and create something for yourself. And it helps spark a lot of creativity when you're hearing other ideas and even reading fictionalized works can spark a lot of creativity in the real world. Another tip is to constantly have a notebook or your laptop on you because when you're out running errands, a lot of times you stop for a coffee and you sit down for a few minutes and that's also time that you can use. I know it seems like you're just loading so much work into your life, but I can guarantee you those are small little moments that you're not going to be missing. Those are the moments instead that are going to add up to a successful venture. And I'm still building my side of things, so I'm not an expert by any means, but these are little things that have worked for me. And I found that utilizing these tools helped kind of dispel that notion that I held within myself that I was wasting my time and my efforts and that I was failing. When you're working on something and you have those goals ahead of you, it kind of allows you to see the light. And we all have those darker moments where we think, nope, this isn't working. It's not going to happen. But you can look back on that work that you've accomplished and it definitely helps ease your concerns and your worries. So anyone thinking about starting their own business, again, I am totally for it. I am going to be your biggest and loudest champion. But the biggest question is, are you? Are you going to be the one to put in that effort? When we put in a fear of failure, oftentimes we want to self-sacrifice and self-sabotage and we want to think that, nope, this isn't important, something else is more important, you know, going to that event is more important, going to, you know, your boyfriend's game or your girlfriend's game or whatever it is, something is always coming up where something is more important. It's not the case. You are important. Your work, your passion, your goals are super, super important. And I want you to really absorb that and believe that. You deserve to accomplish your goals. You deserve to chase after your dreams. And if it doesn't work out, that's totally fine. But when one door closes, another one opens. Or it's guiding you towards a better opportunity. And it just means you need to work a little bit harder or you need to change directions or whatever it is. Things happen for a reason. I strongly, strongly believe that. But we also have to work hard and hustle towards 
those dreams for them to come to fruition. A fear of failure is something that can completely sideline our goals. It can derail our progress. It can throw us completely off of track. So what we want to try to do is to wipe away as much of those fears as possible. Don't allow these fears to completely sideline you. I allowed it to happen for so long and the minute I started living my life out loud and chasing after what I wanted and what I needed, things shifted. And I tapped into all of these great successes. And these are small successes. These are like small personal victories. But it adds up to the big picture. Again, you get those one percenters that add up. 1% becomes 2%, 3 4 5 6 And then all of a sudden, 70% of your accomplishments are there. And you're almost at the finish line. So for this episode of Self-Love Saturdays, I want you to take a minute, write down your goals, and think, is this what I want to do? If you say yes, then I want you to make an action plan of how you can accomplish that. If it's building a website, getting a domain, getting an email, designing your business cards, writing a business plan, reaching out to a mentor, whatever it is that you need to do to accomplish that first initial goal, let's start rolling that out. Don't let the fear of failure stop you. If you allow that to, you're only letting fear win. You're allowing your anxieties to get the best of you. And we can get past it. We can push farther. We can do more. We can be better. It just takes a little bit of time, a little bit of love, and a little bit of faith. Thank you guys for joining me again on this episode of Self-Love Saturdays while we discussed failures, fears, entrepreneurship, and those amazing goals that you've set for yourself. Tune in in a couple more weeks and we will be launching officially Self-Love Saturdays with episode number five. Thanks so much, guys. I would love it if you could subscribe like, comment, share, and please, please, please email me, Instagram direct message, Facebook message me. I'd love to connect. I'd love to hear your opinions and any topic suggestions as well. I know I'm very new to the podcasting game and I have a lot to learn, so feedback is definitely welcome. Thanks, guys, and have an amazing rest of your week.